Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Music by Kevin. That's really quiet. There are really just two types of people. Those who say, I can't. And those who say, I can. I can't. I can't. These people have been summoned here by themselves for their 1,700 different reasons. Their unity comes from their mantra, I can. And their destination, a place they absolutely have to get to. What they will do to get there is monumental by anyone's standards, even their own. Well, if you were married to a woman who you love desperately, but she just for some reason couldn't get the idea when you asked her not to pour cheese-based soup down the drain, you must be at the home of... Pack Filler! Hey, everybody! Welcome again. Yes, I'm living in a clogged drain sink, and I, that is my opportunity to vent at my lovely bride. I'm Mark Hudson. <laughs> I'm Pat Bulger in the Pack Filler Studios. She also kind of gutted us a little bit, I do want to say. I mean, I'm not venting at my wife. I love her to death, but uh, our, our table's I, I gone. Dare, I dare say I love your wife, but yet I'm feeling a little naked without my table. Our it's... table's gone? Yeah, we've got this empty space between the two of us, and it's, yeah. it's a little awkward. I mean, I don't want to touch your feet or anything It's like kind of like G-E-I-G-H. Gang. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Oh, my God. For all of our homosexual listeners out there, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, there we go. Here we go Both again. of you. Yeah, hey, be careful. I can deal with all of you. We are two men with shaved legs. I know. No, I mean, <laughs> this, this would be the last show that is really, truly homophobic. Yeah, well, mine's not anyway. So, hey, um, welcome to the Pack Filler Podcast. Another episode upon us. It's that off time of year where it's like, what do I do? Um, it, 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 I, there are no more races, and... There, no, really, why? But uh, we are here for you, and and definitely got to say that. And we got to thank, as we always do, Dave McQuillan over at the Sufferfest. Dave is in the country. 
As in our country. As in the United States. The this... country is rather vague. Well, if, if people know... there's 176. That... Well, if people know... You... <laughs> I didn't know that. If, um, if, if you know anything about the Sufferfest uh, coming out of Singapore, Dave does his work out of Singapore. In fact, uh, they are one of the sponsors of the Singaporean cycling team. And uh, he, he's producing all those things over there. He's over here, I guess, visiting people. Hi to Dave. Hope you're listening to the show. I'm trying to get... He and I are going to hook up this weekend and hopefully get a little interview in. So we'll be hearing that probably either on our next show or I'll just, I just might release that bad boy a little early. Is he in country or in region? In country. He's in this wonderful state of Colorado. Oh, okay. So nowhere near us. No, not even close. Okay. But uh, I want to say thank you to him and a, um, I, even though I hate to say the words, a shout out to him because uh, I just recently did A Very Dark Place. Finally. How'd you like it? Um, it's, it's, it's hard. Uh-huh. It's, it's longer intervals on uh-huh. this one. So it's, it's like four minute pieces. But within that four minute piece, he's mixing it up as he always does. Uh-huh. So uh, it's, it's not very enjoyable. And I, I, I guess I could say that in a good way. Uh-huh. And I've, I've decided that I want a new trainer too. This, this antique I've got in here. I'd, I'd love to have. I saw on on one of the websites the other day one of those the new ones where the it actually hinges with the bike. You can climb out of the saddle on a stationary trainer. Well, I can climb out of the saddle. It but just you doesn't can move. Sh- you can shift the bike now. Really? I kid you not. You can actually climb out of the saddle and shift side to side. Where do, where do those go? Where, how much are those? Oh, I guarantee they're not cheap. God, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so I. But saw- you can get out of the bike. You just gotta. You just don't get rowdy. Yeah, you end up looking like somebody in a spinning class. I don't think it's that bad, though. I mean, honestly, getting up out of the saddle. I mean, it's not that horrible on a on a trainer. I'm I'm gonna agree with you on that. But yeah. now to be able to shift the bike side to side, is that's just, it's kind of awesome. The, yeah, it's got the yeah. <laughs> it's got EFC extra F and cool. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, so um, definitely uh, say hi to him. And if you have a chance, boys and girls, get to our website. We have a little bitty logo there with a man that looks like he's crying. Blood. Yes, and, and that is the Sufferfest. Click over there and get some of his videos. They are. They're brutal and they're awesome, and this is the time of year for all of us Yanks to do it. Um, I will kick, I will beat my ass today to kick yours tomorrow. Is their motive? So the uh, moto, the 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 thing I think is Monto. interesting. Monto. Now that you brought that up, and I always love. I mean, I, we usually don't talk about gear at the beginning of the show, but this is a perfect yeah. segue. Oh, you're so jumping on me. All right. I am. I do am it. a little bit, and and the reason is is we've got the three different types of trainers that I know of. We've got wind, yeah, and and that's cool, and we've got magnetic. Okay. And we got fluid. Yeah. Those are the three that I know of as far as trainers. And then you've got stationary trainers and all that jazz. Yeah. My stationary trainer that we're looking at in the corner is ancient, but it has a strap around the front wheel that just tightens down. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm looking at it. It's the Tunturi. Um, oh, it's ancient, baby. If, if uh, Pat were to take this into Canada, he could get arrested for smuggling antiques. I couldn't make um, it. I couldn't make it because it, it would weigh too much, and the car would run out of gas. Yeah, they would think that he was smuggling iron oh. across the border. It's pretty cool, though. But I think this is the precursor to a spinning bike, is what Pat has. Absolutely. But my question, <laughs> really, to Pat is: like, if you're going to buy a trainer, let's yeah. just say you can't get the one that shifts side to side. If you do, I want to yeah. see it. But. Uh, what are you going for for as far as a resistance method? What, Probably fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I, I have had a, tra- a fluid trainer in the past. It gets hot. I mean, you don't lean anything up against it because it gets really warm. I, I had, never a, I had a Cyclops trainer and it had a big metal unit below, beneath it. And that sucker got physically burn you hot. And it was fluid? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't have a Cyclops. I, I forget which one I have, but I actually have Fluid and okay. best thing ever. 
Yeah. Best thing ever. Well, I don't know what they run off of. Do you seen the new Le Mans ones? Are those fluid? Uh, or the Le Mans trainers, though. Those are more like stationary. No, bikes, this they? one now is actually has the whole gear cluster on there. You're you're taking your rear wheel off and hooking on to this. That's clever. Yeah, it's basically your rear wheel design, but it's a third of the size. And so it doesn't do any wear and tear on your tires. It doesn't do any of that kind of stuff. It actually looks pretty pretty cool. What's it do to your frame, though? It's just like you're clamping in, skewer and everything. Yeah. I'd have right. to bring it up for you on, on a... See, I'd, I'd almost like the movement with the wheel. I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm curious when you anchor that carbon yeah. into, oh, yeah, exactly. into but, a stationary thing. I mean... All right. I, okay. Yeah, I guarantee you that it's it's got to be legit. It's received awards from design and everything like that already. Just, I mean, mind you, this is from what I've seen on links. You know, where they're bragging up their own. Yeah, I mean accolades. Yeah, I won the idiot design of the year award. Yeah, it's okay, still an cool. award. I'm not sold still yet. An award. I'm not sold yet. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool concept. Pretty but cool I think, design. I think hands down, fluids the way to go. That's, yeah, and I know a lot of people that ride the magnetic ones, and they are great. The thing I will say I about a magnetic, a magnetic. Tri- magnetic trainer, you can adjust the resistance, whereas you really can't in a fluid trainer that I know of. Fluid, I remember you, I had three settings on my original fluid, and you could, but that was it. I mean, you couldn't, you didn't have the shifter on your bike where you could actually change it as you go. Yeah, I don't. I mean, but like fluid, like the the magnetic ones, you can change the resistance on the wheel itself. Wow. Whereas you know, I mean, like generally, my fluid trainer has so much resistance, and then I dial it in with gears. Yeah, you just shift as you, you go. You shift. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. But yeah, I think it's interesting. I would love to hear from anybody who feels differently, but I think fluid is definitely the way to go. Wind is obsolete, I believe. Yeah, uh, you know, and it's hard, and it's it's loud, and it's hard. Yeah, I just, I mean, I remember the old days with my old wind trainer in the basement, and it was just so annoying. If somebody was in the basement training, the whole house heard it. The whole house, yeah, oh yeah, the whole house knew you were training. It was funny. I I used to have an apartment, a one bedroom apartment on the third floor, <laughs> and when I was training for Ironman my first time, I had I I went out and bought a new trainer, and it was a Cyclops. And I actually have had pretty good luck with Cyclops, but my luck has been hit or miss. And so uh, um, when I uh, started doing it, I had one, and I had to get a three-hour workout in. And it was just a little bit off. And so it vibrated. And it vibrated the entire house from the top down. (laughs) And it wasn't horrible, (laughs) but it it was enough to where, I mean, all of my neighbors like, You'll be doing that for the next six months. The hell are you doing? I just traded it in. That's actually wow. how I got my fluid one, but um, it was it was pretty funny. Wow. Yeah. So I would say the Cyclops love them. Love the price of the Cyclops and yeah. the way they work. Like the 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 basic design of a Cyclops trainer, generally my favorite design. However, I've had I've just been hit or miss with the with the nuts and bolts of them. Yeah, they've just I, I can't believe how much everything is anymore i mean i god do i sound like an old curmudgeon but it just blows me away that you got to shell out you know two three hundred bucks for a trainer now and it's i mean i guess well yeah but i think you know what's two three hundred bucks compared to 1985 where you spend a hundred bucks yeah you know and i guess i'm just not putting that into perspective and it was a lot easier i found anyway to spend my parents money Oh yeah, um, ah, that stuff spent great, it, and it never stopped coming. Oh, it was awesome. It was oh, like yeah. a well. Yeah, and, uh, and but and there was always that sound. I think it was my father crying himself to sleep. And yeah, that was yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no my big mom, deal. Yeah, he's going. Yeah. Ah. 
I yeah, don't need gas. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Let's get the kid involved in ski racing and bike racing. Oh. Let's be honest. Quite possibly the two most expensive sports to put your kid in. Equipment-wise. Hockey, hockey's getting up there. Hockey, yeah, 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 yeah. Ice time is not cheap. No. That's, no. you know, I mean, that's that's one thing is like, you 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 pick your poison on that one. Oh, but, yeah. But I, I think, you know, I mean, it's not like my kid's ever going to ski race. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess uh, continuing with our introduction, I can't. Yeah. I forgot about that. But part. I, I thought we'd touch on that. No, I, I that agree. Was a perfect segue. I agree. I, yeah, definitely. Um, be sure and uh, boys and girls, thank you for the for the ratings, not the ratings, the the numbers on iTunes. Things can, continue to grow, and it's looking good. And uh, I just ask you to get over there and and drop us a little review. Hit the five stars or two stars or one star. I don't care. Just click a star. Maybe. Just you know, give us a little words. Tell us what you think of us, and and keep going from there. If you're the type of person who hates us, congratulations for suffering through about we're probably ten minutes into the show. So thanks for staying with us. Yeah, Apparently, appreciate that. Penance paid. Um, so be able to be sure and get over there and 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 give us a rating and check things out. We have our Facebook page. We have the Twitter. We have email. You can contact us. Uh, Facebook's probably the best way. I mean, wouldn't even mind hearing what you want. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's always good to hear. So, thank you so much for all that. We have uh, just some, you know, kind of fun things that we wanted to chat about. We always seem to end up talking about our good friend uh, uh, Roger. You know, we want to mention on his his finish because I think that's a whole topic within himself. We should have had him into the studio for crying out loud. We talked to him enough. But um, and you have a little thing you've just done. See a couple things you've been involved in. I finally started training. I've got some kids things. Where do we start? Well, let's start with Roger. Yeah. I, I, I want to give the props. I believe uh, it was a race down in Galveston, Texas. It was a qualifier for the World Championships. And he's 40 years old yeah. as of September of this year. And he roasted everybody in every age group. First place age group. Because he, he was a former pro. Yeah. He does still race for the, the Team Timex. Roasted everybody in the in the age groupers and finished 11th for the pros. Is overall. he going to world? Uh, yeah. God. Well, I don't know if he's going, but he certainly qualified. qualified. Yeah. Yeah, certainly qualified. So a late race, big race, yeah. prestigious race down in Galveston. Um, and uh, I believe it was an Olympic distance. Um, but uh, it was pretty spectacular. I think that's the second big finish for Roger this year. The first being wow. the Coeur d'Alene Triathlon, which is a fairly prestigious race here in Spokane, Washington. Won that overall. Um so I I kind of throw that out there, and I, I posted this on my Facebook page. You know, maybe forty is the new twenty because <laughs> if you really have questions about that, then please ask all the twenty year olds who showed up to that race because yeah. apparently they couldn't compete. Yeah. Um. You know, and these are good age groupers. This wasn't you know a small hell. Feat. It's a world's qualifier. It's not like people are coming. You know, it's not like you're you're big fish in a small pond. Well, and a lot of times too, you're going to see the thirty to thirty five year olds. You're going to see a lot of stuff that's going to go on. And you're going to see them really, really perform at a high level. And so, and I think they are performing at a high level, but he's still able to perform, obviously, at a very yeah. high level, especially when he's taking 11th overall in the pros and having Jesus. given up an elite license. Yeah. Really going, hey, I'm going to put some time into my family and not, not race pros. So he's making a choice to step back and still competing at a very high level. So, Props to him, and and really maybe props to everybody who's competing out there past the age of thirty five. Yeah, he's also you know we kind of brag up. He's also one of our our teammates on the on the road mm -hmm. team on a team that 
Backfiller Productions happens to be a sponsor of. Very much and, so. And uh, so, you know. Possibly and, and, the chief sponsor at this time. Yeah, it might be. You never know. If things keep things keep going. I'm I'm ready for a New Jersey design. I can't. I love this time of year after every two years because, correct me if I'm wrong, it's time for a New Jersey design. So that's always going to be fun. I love our kit. I do too. Yeah, I love the kit that yeah. we have. But Hopefully yeah. the existing sponsors will be okay with us advertising for them. Yeah, or for we'll find year. new ones. I mean, to heck with everybody. Yeah. No, uh, no, and I... Thank you, Pilgrim's Nutrition. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, there's there's a lot of great stuff out there, and we'd love to always represent some people. But I do think that one of the things that's going to help our team really get out there and promote people would be if we actually did races. I think that would help. So you're saying... We should show up to something. Oh. But anyway... Really? We, we won't make that commitment here on this show, but no. maybe in a couple weeks. Yeah, I okay. think we could, we could come up with something, but... Yeah, I think we should probably show up to something. But you've been putting in the effort here. I've been putting, you've been in, some putting in the effort. You've been you've been splish splash here I a little am. bit. We talked quite a bit over the last couple of shows about swimming and all this all the swimming you've been doing and the fact that it is, I'm going to be honest, the most terrifying aspect of a try, uh-huh. which is why I talk about tries and I tend not to do them as often as I talk about them. Um, what's okay? Bring us another well, episode I, in the saga that is. I, I think I talked about it on the last show a fair bit about doing the Masters Swim Team. Yeah. And these are available everywhere. I think, uh, you know, Masters Swim Team is certainly not germane to Spokane, Washington. And we are blessed in Spokane to have two very good programs. I believe there's a Masters Swim Team out of the YMCA downtown, possibly in the Valley. And there's all, there's, and even the North Side, there's Masters Swim Teams with the YMCA. Yeah. But the Masters Swim Team I'm with is with the Whitworth Waves. And it's a uh, waves. <laughs> it's a pool. You know, we make our own. Yeah, I was um, going to say I don't so, swim, so that's um, why there's no waves. Yeah, but they. Uh, but uh, it's a great program. We get a coach, and yeah, I just uh, I've been doing that about five nights a week. This week will be four four wow. nights a week. Yeah, I took okay. last night off to go to dinner with my wife. Oh come on! I did so. You know, but I think we'll be at four nights a week this week. Okay, but I'm I'm shooting for five, even six, and it's been uh, just a great learning experience as a cyclist um, to really keep your focus, or at least get some focus. Maybe that's more of it. You know, to to get a little grounded and and to have some accountability to yourself. I mean, it's a tough program. Yeah, you know, it's. The workouts, I mean, literally, there have been workouts. I go home and I, I really, I, I try to lift my arms. <laughs> I mean, it's they're hard. I mean, you're challenged every night. Really? Yeah, it's difficult. God. And it's it's good. I mean, you just kind of feel there, and and that's what I do is I reward myself with a big bowl of apple jacks, <laughs> and I know that's probably I can see Ben Greenfield, who's probably a future guest, Shaking rolling his over head. in his yeah. grave, going, "No, don't sabotage." But I think that goes on with a topic later in the show. But I, I do <laughs> think I do think, yeah. I mean, I need to go to sleep, and so this is a big bowl of carbs right in front of me with milk. <laughs> I mean, oh man! And that's what you know. So I watch a little TV, and and it, I don't always want to go, but I always feel good about going, and it's been great. So I'm hoping to keep that up as long as I can. I got a baby on the way. Um, not sure what that entails. So um, you'll be fine. Yeah, you know, I doubt it'll change anything. It might take a you know. You might have to just switch your workouts around, but it'll be piece of cake. Well, yeah. I'm being really sarcastic. Yeah, I know. Right now. Everybody and I know it that. might not be hard to see through the radio, but it'll be easy. <laughs> no, I have no doubt. And that's why I'm just saying I'm going to do what I can for as long as I can. And, 
you know, and, and the baby comes first and family comes first and we'll see where we end up. But, yeah. uh, no, I'm real pleased with, uh, with the results of swimming and boy, it's hard. Is I there, mean, now there was a competition involved. There was. Okay. There was a competition. Okay. I just did my first swim meet last Saturday and, uh, it was the Whitworth waves, Trifusion sink or swim meet. Oh, perfect. And, uh, Really approachable uh, kind of a motto for yeah. the, for the <laughs> sink or swim. All right, um, I'll I, I think I'll pass this it, year. It kind of was though. There's 50 people who who entered, and uh, I mean it was all levels. I mean it was pretty spectacular how many different athletes you had at one of those things. And I think people should look at that very closely if they ever want to do one of these because wow, um, there are people who are really slow and people who are super super fast. Yeah, and Age is really not a factor of either one. And there's super fast old people. There's super fast young people. Um, it's really pretty much everybody's done. You know, maybe if you've, you've been a college swimmer and you want to keep competing, you can go to okay. master's meets. But also anybody who has any interest never doing it. And it was super cool and hard, very hard, very challenging. Um, you know, every race is like the start of a crit. Just <laughs> balls to the walls yeah. right from the, you know, okay. Well, it can be. I mean... Like I did short races because I didn't know where I'd shake out. I'm like, because there's like up to a thousand meter swim and a thousand yard or a thousand yard swim. How many can you enter? As many as you want. Really? Yeah. So I did six. Oh my God. Yeah, okay. And, and But I mean, you know, I did a 50, a hundred, a 200, and then I did three relays um, with other people. And so, but I mean, you know, even a 50, <laughs> I mean, you're going as hard as you can. I mean, I was <sighs> yeah. in, in a 30 second race. So, Holy I mean, crap. it's, it's really very intense, very high end training. If you're a Sufferfest fan, you might dig on this because it's pretty yeah. cool and, and it's worth doing. And I think it's great core strength. We'll see if it translates anywhere to the bike, but time in between races, what was time in between races? Anywhere from 10 minutes to 30. I mean, okay. it's, it's a full day affair. I mean, wow. it, 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 it will take some time. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm am just thinking, you know, you finish a race, that's going to be a brutal effort. And then you have a very little amount of time before you got to get out there and do it again. And it's okay because you're looking at a 30-second effort. And so it's not like a 30-minute oh, okay. effort. Yeah. You can recover a little bit as long as you cool down a little bit and and do do your thing. But yeah, the next day I was toast. Yeah. The next okay. day I was completely toast because I mean, I had no recovery in the pool the next day. I swam the next day with a different master's group. And somebody said, well, let's do 450s as hard as we can. And I could do it, but I was hurting. Yeah. I was seriously hurting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I did. There was a cool down. I sat out 50 second, 50 meters of it just because I wanted to breathe. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a nice that. little thing. Yeah. Um, anything else? You guys, you doing anything, any other training besides pool time right now? Just doing pool time right okay. now. And I, well, I think I run once twice a week and then but I well, do that's think something gonna, else I then. think I'll swap that out for uh you know at least a day on the trainer you okay. know and do it you know just kind of and then gradually I think I'd like to put more time in on the trainer I yeah mean, you know the problem is the workouts the swim workouts take so much out of me that if I were to I mean for me right now I think that it'll get better the more the better my technique gets and the more used to it I am but right now the the workouts are primarily swimming probably for the next month Wow. You know, and then, okay. then we'll go to the bike. Well, this is that time of year. And I mean, I guess that's kind of the main focus of, well, it's not the main focus of the show, but it should be a thought that this is that time of year where as 
cyclists, as triathletes, hopefully you're not constantly 100%, 365 days a year focused on the same sport. This is that time of year where you get out and you do other stuff. Yeah. And you try to explore some of those other sports that you don't have the time to because you're focused on something. Or I guess if you're a total bike junkie, you're doing cyclocross or something like that, which is going to be a different feel. Although I, I still, and I think we talked about this on the last show, I can't bring myself to do cross. I love watching it. I love the concept of it. I did it a ton when I was younger, but I can't do it anymore. And the, the people who do it the, never want to bag on that. I think the sport is magnificent. It's awesome. I think it's one of the most badass sports in yeah. the world. Yeah. I just, ugh, not my thing. But, wow, those who can do it and do it well, yeah. badasses. I guess, I guess my thing with it is in terms of, there are races, there are clinics, there are things like that, but it's just I never really meet a group of guys who are going out for a Saturday morning cyclocross, you know, abuse. They're not going to go out and they're not going to, hey, let's all go down to the local park and just, you know, do dismounts for a couple hours. I mean, please prove me wrong, all our friends and groupies out there let us know you know if there is what what kind of groups there are out there i mean if there are people in our community if there are people outside of the community i know our friends over in australia are not doing probably anything remotely associated with that it's getting nice for you guys so you're not going to be hitting that but uh are there is there a major group for cyclocross like i don't know could be but i'm not really a dirt guy you're not well i mean dirt of any sort i mean i don't i'm not a camper um, no. I, I, I'm not afraid to, I, yeah. I've done a fair amount of it, but I mean, ask me to go on a hike sometime. You're not a hiker? No. Really? No. Why? That's nonsense. I, I mean, I love it. Yeah, I know you're, that's one that of our way. later on things too. So hiking? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I love hiking. it. I just, I never loved to hike. I was even a camp counselor and I used to get kids to hike and I, I mean, I <laughs> put on a brave face and everything. All right, guys, it's gonna be great. And we, and I don't mind it if. People want to go and check yeah. things out. That's I won't grumble. I mean, but no, I'm not a hiker. Really? There, there are a couple. Of, now, if you're climbing something, like going up a big hill, I generally like that. You need the mountain to chase. I kind of need a goal um, to just go out and get to that elusive lake. Unless there's <laughs> nudity involved, I don't care. You know? Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Um uh, that's me though, and that's yeah. and maybe that's part of my problem with cyclocross and all that stuff. I, I, I'm not really a dirt. Hey, let's go out and camp and get back to squirrels. I, I could care less. Oh. I mean, that's what restaurants are for. <laughs> squirrels. Well, if I can get a restaurant that serves squirrel, yeah, certainly. Some, probably some Midwest some places fricassee. you could grab some squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Squirrel, squirrel fricassee. Yeah. Um, my, you know what? I'll touch base on what I've been kind of getting going here. Finally, it's I'm I'm always. And people will see, by the way, the the Facebook and the Twitter posts are usually yours truly. If it says backfiller, ninety nine percent of the time it's going to be me. But uh, I'm 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 having a tough time, as I always do this time of year, um, getting back into it in terms of the the mornings uh, and oh, scheduling crush. it around work. Uh, I know that there are always the people who say you just got to get up, you just got to do it, you got to get out there and do it. And I I'm I'm fully motivated. I will set everything out. I'll have it all ready to go. The alarm will go off in the morning, and I find myself snoozing for hitting the snooze button probably two, three times. That's it. It's done. I mean, I I look at the clock, and I go, crap, I slept in for an extra 20 minutes. Now I don't have enough time to go downstairs and get even an hour. So it's just shit. Um, So that's that's my thing. Now, I have been, and I'm always the one that... uh, 
maybe this will be a blessing in disguise. I'm always the one that goes into the weight room and really gets good quality work done in there. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm a little late getting into there, and I think maybe that could be a blessing in disguise. Okay. Because I always tend to get to early summer, and I'm starting to get a little... I, I think I'm doing too much too early. Oh, mind you, I do have to catch up because I, I you know, I'm gonna. We're gonna talk about this in the show. I got a few kilos to release into the wild. A few stones. Yeah, and uh, and so I, I, I think maybe I don't know. I've got to figure out a way to pace it, and I think this is the time of year where I've got to figure out a way to just get out, find it, fit it into the schedule, make it happen, and just get out on a regular basis. I don't care what if you've got. Time for a half an hour on the bike, you've got a half an hour on the bike. If you've got time for a four-hour ride, you've got time for a four-hour ride. If you've got a 15-minute run, just do something. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's my key right now. Other than that, I'm having a bitch of a time with it. But that being said, the junior team. Oh, yeah. Our first ride is this Sunday. Where at? I've, uh, we're meeting in a little park down here in Spokane, Washington, Mission Park. We're going to... Uh, I've, I've got. Where are you going? We're just going to hit the Centennial Trail. Oh. Yeah, just we're just going to head out towards uh, following along the river here. Probably about an you know hour, not not an yeah, about maybe thirty Half forty hour out. Yeah, something like that. Because I think we've got kids of all different levels. I've got twenty three kids in total. I can't guarantee that many are going to show because you know I've got a lot of kids doing a lot of different things. But the uh, the junior program that I've been complaining that nobody starts, I have finally put my money where my mouth is, and uh, we we're we're hitting our first ride this weekend. So. I think we've got everything from mountain bike to tourists to fixies. Uh, I think it's going to be a little of everything, and that's what I'm really excited about. There is very little to no racing background. I asked the kids, has anybody here done a bike, raced your bike before? One kid raised his hand, and he said, uh, I did the... Uh, Kids race? No, it was the, um, what's our little Spokane, uh, Spokefest. Is there a race there? No, it's a it's a it's a group ride oh, where they out around Nine Mile and back. Yeah, but the, there's guys who race that. All right, well, this was not a put your number on and and go out there and race. And this is a high school kid who said that, and I went, okay, awesome. I've got you know I've got mountain bike kids who are interested and really 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 want to put a team together for the 24 hour race. Mm-hmm. And I thought this is this is great. You know, now if we can just find a way to get them all kind of in the same direction, get some sort of a program going. Having a high school-based cycling league is difficult because, let's be honest, the bulk of the school year is when there's no racing. There's no road. Yeah, there's no road. There's no, I mean, the, the trails are completely iced over where we live here. And uh, the, the races happen at the beginning of the school year and at the end of the school year. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be a very interesting process to see if these kids are willing to do it, willing to stick with it. And I'm putting a little bit more in their laps than I have in the past. I'm saying, okay, here's the deal. We need a club, officers, all that kind of stuff. You guys are going to be helping me jersey design. You're going to help me try and find maybe a couple, one or two mom and pop sponsors who want to help us put on some of these things. Have you uh, approached parents? Well, we just started. I mean, we just literally we've had two meetings, and this is our first ride this weekend, so not yet. Okay. Yeah, because I know what you're thinking probably, the whole... Well, I think you really should adopt the Arrive model. Yeah. You know, and get the parents involved, get everybody going. Okay, explaining the Arrive model for our listeners who have well, no a... clue what we did well, in the 80s. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying, though. This was probably the most successful junior cycling program I've seen, and I'm not saying it was the most ever, but certainly the most successful junior program I've ever seen. It was, yeah. 
And um, one of the things that they did, and I think they did well, is they enlisted parents. Yeah. And they, they had kids who raced and then parents who were involved. And it was very, very successful because these parents, and I really, I, I as a kid totally took it for granted, um, that these parents showed up and put on races and made sure par- everybody got to races and yeah. was taken care of. And it, it really created a family atmosphere, which made the racing possible. And I think, you know, there was other things, you know, like if the club held a race and we've, we have mentioned this on the show, if the club held a race, held a race, you were supposed to volunteer as, as a racer. Yeah. So you were, to, you were there to give back. And we put on several race, races a year, yeah. however, so you only had to really volunteer for one of them. But I think it, it was. I don't remember, but there was a certain amount that if it was your race to volunteer, you could race it, but you had to find two people to replace you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could, you could race it, but you'd had to find someone to replace you. And that was just the deal. And everybody was totally fine with it. So I, I guess there are certain things that I think we could take away from that. But one of the most important things I would hope that you took away from that is that parental involvement, especially in this sport and yeah. cycling is, I mean, I don't think you can do it without it. Not successfully. I, it'll, it'll be a very interesting con. I mean, putting it into a high school environment, I think is a different thing too, because ready to pop the question. The jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The promotion, the race promotion thing isn't an element yet. Um, I'd like to get to the, you know, who knows? Wouldn't it be cool to see high school cycling leagues? And there is one over on the other side of our state in Seattle, but it's all mountain-based. And um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see something like that develop or grow. But I don't know if it's something that, you know, I'd rather just have a group of kids who want to race and who are going to races in the summer. Yeah. You know, maybe we can borrow some school transport vans and drive these kids or something like that but what if five kids just want to race and we'll make it happen yeah figure it out yeah that i mean that's what i think that's the whole point and i guess that's been my rant about on this show over the past years is the fact of just getting that going keeping that going sustainability i don't want this sport to be about elite wealthy white people and uh and that's not a racial comment but that's you know let's be honest that's what the predominant member of the sport is met white men uh, who are, who have more money and I, I i just i think there's so much more out there that this sport could be a part of well we've said it before it was a working class sport it anyways, was it was but i don't think it is now well bringing it back old school yeah what do we got what else we got well no i mean speaking of training you yeah. you're, did you want to talk about Cade's ride or you oh, want to Cade's move on to the topic ride. of the I day i didn't know 
Well, Cade's epic ride. Um, we did our first. This is Cade, um, by the way, is becoming a now regular topic of the show. So, our listeners, if you don't know who Cade is, you're going to have to go back. Yeah, I, I'm just listen so. to past episodes. Yeah. But Cade is an, an eight year old that I have an affiliation you, with. You just told him that I have an affiliation. You told the with. listeners. But anyway, Cade's eight, and uh, we <laughs> were planning, I believe, at our last show, the epic ride. I don't yeah. think we had gone on the epic you're, ride. You guys have been talking about doing yeah. some things. You, you were saying so, that he's been out. Hey, let's go for a ride. Yeah, and, so you know, we did the epic ride. I, okay. I set it up. I said, we're going to go on the epic ride. And so we started at a place called Minnehaha, which is a place that's kind of to an eight. You've got to keep things in perspective. But what does it look like to an eight-year-old? And so we we're about six, seven miles outside of town. And okay. uh, so we start out the rock climbing place. It looks like the middle of nowhere to him. Oh, yeah. And we ride. We rode all the way through the road construction, and, and it was actually... It was road-based? Yeah, it was all Okay, road. so you're on the trail. Yeah, we were on the okay. trail all the way back into Spokane, and then we got milkshakes at the end. Nice. And so we're riding in, and uh, but we go through like two miles of road construction. I'm like, oh, this could be bad, you know, but let's see what happens. I wasn't too worried about it, and the road's closed. All brand new pavement, completely shut off to traffic. Oh. <laughs> it was awesome. We were, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was just a blast. And um, we took advantage of it at the very beginning, and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to start bad habits. So Yeah, whenever the road's <laughs> clear, buddy, just swerve all you want. Go to the right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go to the right. Yeah. So, you know, that was good, and we went, and uh, he just had a blast, and he told his dad about it, and he told everybody about it. He was really proud of him, so he's like, I rode six miles. And I think it was about six, seven miles. I don't know how far it was. I didn't clock it, but... Um, we rode and we rode, we went and picked up rocks in the middle of it. And then we, we <laughs> rode down to the footbridges and threw rocks into the river at the end. And, you know, I mean, just stupid guy stuff. And actually it worked perfectly. We had one crash. Um, Uh-oh. no problems. He was even, you went down, right? Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a little technical. Um, but, uh, no, I hear this. Oh, 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 oh boom. Oh <laughs> no. It's just on a flat spot. He's okay. eight and he wasn't paying attention. He yeah. just, wiped out i don't know how he did it fortunately it was at the most busy part of the road but he stayed in the trail and <laughs> you know overall it was a good thing and i think we're we're getting there with uh this eight-year-old i'm involved with of just getting him out on the road and getting him riding and enjoying it and the next he's like next time i want to go seven miles because i told me he went six oh, wow. so he's like well i want to go seven you know and and so he's and he's got the yeah, he's, yeah. so it's kind of like i think we're getting there with a kid who was a video game kid when I met him and you know, he couldn't ride a bike when I met him and now he, he wants to go more and more often and further each time. And that's been very rewarding for me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he, I think he gets something out of it too, but for me, it's been just incredible. And I, wow. I, I would encourage parents everywhere to do something like that. And it really didn't take that long. It took us probably three hours total. I mean, you, you build it up a little bit. Yeah. And oh you, yeah, you know you're like okay, you're going on the epic ride. And really, yeah, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be you know we're going you, you know no cell phones, you know we gotta wow. finish, yeah. you know and and you know he didn't really make a big deal out of it. And it was funny because I mean there was a time I think when Cade really would have like probably had a hard time with it, maybe even cried. And his mom's like he might cry, and I'm like. And so, of course, that gives me the chance to bet I on him. I cried on the Sufferfest the other yeah. day. So Yeah, yeah but, I, I, but then I get to bet on him. He's not going to cry. I'll bet you five bucks he's not going to cry. And then, of course, I'm not going to cry. You know, and yeah. now it's good. I mean, we, we had a crash that hurt. I mean, it was on pavement. Broken skin? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Little, little knee? Lost a little, little skin. Yeah. He's got up. Really? When we first started, he lay there and waited for someone to pick him up. 
Oh, God. And now he just got up. He's like, yeah, no big deal. Gets on, starts going. Oh, wow. So, I mean, it, it's been neat in my life to, I guess, take someone from point A right to point B. You still got to get to Z. But, uh, yeah. you know, he's uh, he's developing a love for the bike. And it's like something that I'm, I'm learning and hopefully doing right that we're developing something that he really likes. Because when I was a kid, and I don't think this is true this day and age, when I was a kid, my bike and I had a BMX bike was my favorite thing. Absolutely, it was, that was the uh, that was the freedom. Yeah. That was the way to get away. That was the equivalent of a car. Yeah, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah, and I worried about like I would never have left it out unlocked. I would never have taken it to school and not locked it. I never would have no. wanted to lose it. I mean, I I put it away. Yeah, you know, and so those types of things, I think we're developing that for him, and I think he's really getting a love for the bike. Little bit by little bit, slower than we got it. You know, it was so much more common for you to just jump on your bike and leave the house. Yeah. And that's not the case anymore. My rule was when I was really young, come home when the streetlights come on. You can play all day. Yeah. You can be gone all day. When the streetlights come on, that's when you got to get back. Yeah. And I just, I keep wondering, and I, you know, my wife and I go through this all the time in terms of at what point did honestly the world change? Did it? Did the world change to the point where you, these kids can't go out or anything like that? But I don't know. Yeah, that's we're, we're becoming show, a show guess, about parenting. But, yeah, um, no, but but as a parent, and when we talk about junior pra- rice, racing and all that yeah. stuff, could start with Cade. And, yeah, uh, and we'll see. And I don't know if Cade's going to be a racer. I mean, Cade might choose to eat ding dongs the rest of his life. I don't know. Or but be uh, one of those Seattle to Portland kind of guys, yeah. you know, doing the big rides or hell, even just going out for fun and enjoying but, it. But, you know, and we've also got Kate on the swim team right now, too, and he really seems to like that. He just likes being in the pool. I would encourage anybody who has kids, don't be afraid to just build something up and do it. And yeah. it's so much fun for you. So, yeah, that's that's my thing. But, uh, yeah, Kate's got his second epic ride this weekend. Um, <laughs> we're going a different direction, different section of the trail. We're very lucky in Spokane to have the Centennial Trail. Oh, my gosh. Especially yeah. if you've got kids. <laughs> There's no yeah. reason you're not on that thing. Yeah, it's a paved trail for over 50, 70 miles, 50, 60 miles, something like that. It's, it's It goes forever, yeah. and, and I, it's it, beautiful. Yeah. I purposefully took Cade in the traffic area last week, too. See yeah. if he could stay right. That's a part of the whole learning curve and the whole learning process. You know, you got they got to know the rules of the road, and you've got to be able to I mean, you know, we, understand that that car probably doesn't see you, let alone understand you. And you got to... And we drill it in and, yeah. and I'm like, can a car ever see you? You know, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, can a car ever see you? No. no. You just plan on it not yeah. seeing you. Which right, which side of the road do you stand no matter what? Right. And you know, what's funny about the trail is that there's parts where you can go left and be perfectly safe. Mm-hmm. And we just stayed on the part that was right. You know, I mean, there's, yeah. there's two parts and it's like, I'm more for that. I'm more for teaching good habits of ride safe and stay to the right and do what you need to do and yeah. hold your line and all that jazz. But yeah. yeah. So far we're getting, we're getting somewhere. I'm really pleased and it's just as good for me. That's awesome. That's yep. awesome. All right. You ready? Yep. Uh, that was a very, very, very long intro to the show, but it is time for the topic of the day. Do you know what today is Mark Hodson? National beer day. It is American beer day. Oh, I thought it was national. Did you guess that? No, you told me earlier. Did I? Yeah. Crap. I hate the pre-show banter. Yeah. Just kind of ruined my whole day. I don't know if I want to talk now. Shut up then. American Beer Shut up. American Beer Day. And we have always made it a uh, pretty common 
fact. Badge of honor. Yes, that, and I'm sure if you've ever watched the video of our podcast, you've noticed that we're imbibing in some happy beverages during, Always. Our, during our podcast. Uh, in fact, this time, um, in fa- well, at hell, earlier in the week, we always ask, and you always seem to accept this responsibility, and yeah. I want to know that, I, I do want you to know that I understand that I need to catch up. I always ask, who is going to be the beer bitch? Beer bitch. And one of us always agrees to bring some nice, different flavors of malted beverage into the room. This weekend, this week, we're enjoying the... Full sale pale ale from our independent employee, independent employee owned brewery out of a very nice little, very windy town halfway between here and Portland. Well, more closer to Portland than it is here. Where is it? Hood River. Oh, is it Hood River? Hood River, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I yeah. didn't know Full Sail was out of Hood River. Yep, yep. Been to oh. the brewery. And uh, so, so we've never made it a. We've never hid the hidden the fact that, uh, that we enjoy a couple beers during the show. Mm-hmm. And. I remember we had our friend Dave Erickson on the other day, and one of his first questions were to us, he says, do you guys drink during the show? And I think that term, drink, always makes me think of somebody just you know, pounding stuff back, just, you know, and, and just going crazy. Um, and so we came up with this topic today about alcohol consumption and cycling, alcohol consumption and fitness. Even endurance training in general. Yeah, ex- absolutely. And... Um, I'm I'm really depressed. To yeah, be honest. yeah. We we've uh, those of you who look up to us stop. <laughs> I don't think anybody did in the first place. <laughs> if there's one of you, <laughs> stop. Stop it. Don't, don't stop it. Unless you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, there's nothing is... wrong with that. Yeah, baby. Uh, the, yeah, we you know I, I I did some research earlier today and I found an Oregon State study and I found everything along those lines um, talking about the. The fact of of trying to be a competitive endurance athlete and enjoying your regular alcoholic beverage. Shit. How'd that work out? It didn't work out well. I'm going to give you just some statistics in terms of calories, calorie intake in in each of our enjoyable beverages. Okay. okay? Two full sales. These are microbrews. Okay. Two full sales. Oh, God. I don't know if you want to know. Okay. Let's just start general. I'll get more specific as we go. All right. A a beer can be anywhere between 150 and 200 calories per beer. All right. Okay. Is that 12 ounces? That is a full beer. How many ounces? 12 12 ounces. All right. So so what we're looking at here is, are these productive uh, calories... Are they ones that I can use at a later state? No. What? No. These I are can't not calories. Use my I, beer calories. Yeah, I, my beer calories. Well, I can use my beer calories for making my pants bigger, but I can't use beer beer calories for working out, going faster on a crit. I can't. They're not productive calories. They're wasted calories. They're not something you're going to burn per se. That's going to be. What What do we do with them then? What does our body do with them? Increases fat storage. Just says, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Increases fat storage, causes displacement, displacement of other performance nutrients, Ooh. and um, I don't know, makes burritos taste better. But, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Delicious. By the way, in case you didn't know, I also they also had in here, and this one I put a little exclamation point next to, is fat cells made are fat cells for life. Really? Yeah. So once you create a fat cell, it's not going anywhere. It's moved in like the mucus from those commercials. It's just like, hey, we're over here. So you're just, oh, hey, I'm just sitting here hanging a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, uh, buddy. Yeah, you, you can't get rid of them. They're there. They're not going anywhere. Can you so, shake them? <laughs> you can. 
if you shake them. Uh, uh, wine, 80 to 140 calories for five ounces. Liquor, which I don't really drink, the hard liquor. I don't know if you do or not. Um, one, 100 to 150 calories per one and a half ounces. Here's, here's the funny thing. Like we had to, we bought liquor yeah. for the, uh, we'd lived in our home for three months. We okay. bought liquor for, uh, like we had to buy a bottle of tequila. Buy a bottle of tequila for Ooh. margaritas. Because we were having a, the party you didn't show up to. The um, memorial, the, the what Labor party, Day party. I didn't show up to? Labor Day party. I think we invited you. I think think is the key word there. No, we invited you. Okay, you probably did. We did. You just didn't come. And so anyway, we had I a... I probably had a thing. Yeah, you had a thing. You were stuff. <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, I didn't have shit. I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh, I probably did. Yeah. But anyway, no, we sent you a, a nice card in the mail. Anyway, um, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Go. Keep so going. anyway, we didn't know. We had to search out the liquor store. Did you really? Cause didn't in, know where in was. Washington, which is about to change. I yeah. bet. But oh in, yeah. That, I hope that I kind of interesting. I wouldn't mind it. buying my liquor at Costco. I don't care what they say, yeah. but I uh, buy so much of it. Yeah. That's a, that's the thing. I'm like, do you have any idea how long it took us to find mm-hmm. a liquor store? I didn't know where the liquor. I'm like, there's a liquor store. I don't even know where liquor stores are in, in Spokane. I do. Okay. I know where the near one nearest my house is, and I, I'm going to admit it's mainly because I used to buy wine there because the wine was such a great price. I, I enjoy wine. I love. No, it. I, I like wine too. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I'm not saying I don't drink. All I'm going is, as far as liquor is concerned, it's kind of like, wow, we need a a bottle of uh, of liquor. Yeah, let's let's go get it. I can't even be a freaking wino. Can um, I just go out on the street and scream it, and it'll show up or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. Do I just go find some guy in a trench coat? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I I do think that's an interesting law. So they have a rant. Continuing with our statistics, a can of Four Loco. Do you remember Four Loco a while ago? Is that energy drink meets malt liquor? The welcome to all night hell. Yeah. yeah just take a. Okay, so a regular beer, calories? a regular beer being about 150 to 200 calories. What do you think a can of Four Loco is? Well, how how big's a can? I think 20 it's, ounces or something. Yeah, I think it's about boy? 20 ounces. Yeah, I'm gonna say 400. You're almost there. 660 calories. Okay, I know a Big Mac is 539 calories. Yeah, a can of Four Loco is more. <laughs> so if I drank two cans of Four Loco, <laughs> you would be dead. Two Big Macs, <laughs> just chowing. Just, I would. I'd be double fisting Big Macs. Yeah. I've never had a Four Loco. I don't, I don't even know what, what it, it tastes like. I know it's a, cr- a combination between um, uh, energy drink, like a Red Bull and a 40-ounce malt liquor. It's supposed to be just, I'm a wide-awake drunk is the, is the Yay. product. Yeah. But I, it's 660 calories. One. One is 660? One of them is 660 calories. WTF. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That is uh, something. I mean, how many could you drink? I mean, could you only drink one and then you're just. I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I think from the older ones before they ran into all their legal problems, um, one of them would mess you up. I don't think you and I could drink a can. No. I don't think that would work no. out well. Make an interesting from, show, but. It wouldn't uh, work out well for my professional. No, voice. I don't think it would. <laughs> exactly. So, to get more specific, in what term- happened? My attorney was naked on a flagpole. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly, you got a problem. <laughs> What's wrong with the flagpole? What's wrong? Come on. Hey, just I was waving. <laughs> I just thought it'd be interesting. Why oh! did you climb that flagpole? Because it was there. <laughs> yeah, um, of course you can't climb flagpoles with clothes on. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Poor loco. Got to do it naked, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
So to get more specific in terms of our beverages we're enjoying, Sierra Nevada is the closest one I have to what we're doing now. Sierra, Sierra Probably Nevada the same pale. beer. Probably the same beer as far as calories. Yeah, 175 calories. God, gross yeah. my gut thinking about it. A regular Budweiser, 145. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Bottle of Bud. Guinness. A pint, a full can of Guinness, which is a pint, which is I'm 16 say 135. Ounces. It's actually 150 is what I have here. Now, I could be wrong, and I'd love for our listeners to tell me, but Guinness is known to be one of the lower calorie yeah. beers. Yeah. You'd never think it would be. Just because you can't see through it? I guess <laughs> not, yeah. It's delicious. Um, however, so we might want to rethink some of our things. Um, I know IPAs generally tend to be the higher calorie beers. Yeah. Now, I, uh, you know, I know, I know that... Moderation is the key to success in anything. I, th- I, th- I think that's probably the lesson to be learned here. Cheers to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but is there is there a? Uh, I don't know. You know, I I I'm 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 stuck. I I will admit when I come home from work, I have a beer and a, a glass of wine. Probably nothing wrong with that to start. To start, and then if I'm really if it's a Thursday. Oh um, yeah, yeah. If it's a Thursday and Mark's coming over, yeah. I, I don't know. I think um, alcohol is an interesting question, though. But if you really think about it, my question is: Where would your performance be without alcohol? Well, um, I, I. Where would your weight be without alcohol? That's the thing. Where would your Where would your? But I mean, you're looking at empty calories. You're looking at nutrients being stripped yeah. from your body. Yeah. Where would that be without alcohol? I'm sure it would be. Quite a bit better. Okay. Yeah. Do I have any more stats? I love the stats. I don't have any more stats. But, but I mean, to think about it in terms of that, but I yes, I, I'll admit when I come home, it, I don't know. I, I doubt it's the chemical. I doubt it's anything. Um, when I come home, I, I, I have a beer when I get home and... <sighs> oh, yeah. No. It's one of those moments. I, and I'm not, I'm not willing to part. Why would you? I don't. I don't think that's necessarily. I'd like to be it. faster, and I'd like to be thinner. It's sacrifice, but I yeah. think one of the things that you look at too is alcohol in general. And one of the things that I had to learn, and I think partially the hard way, was as an attorney, um, it's better if I'm sharp. Yeah, I mean, it's better if I'm sharp when I wake up at you know I got to be at work at eight, and I've got people arguing with me and everything. Yeah, I can literally get plenty of sleep. Like if I went out and drank and went to bed at nine, if I drank almost anything the night before, I'm less sharp the next morning. Anything, even one, one, one drink, one drink, probably not, but two probably definitely will have an impact the next day. And actually I looked up a, a study today that says it's true. Um, your alcohol content or, or, imbibing if you will yeah if you're going to be hung over you may not even feel a hangover but your coordination can suffer yeah. your um thinking can suffer it's it's weird because alcohol is one of the few drugs and and don't get me wrong i love it yeah um, i love it like a brother um <laughs> but uh <laughs> my buddy yeah nobody else understands, <laughs> nobody me, understands. but you you full sail little buddy <laughs> hey little guy <laughs> I'm going to meet the next little guy in your na- neighborhood, uh, aren't I? Dump your ass and go to your neighbor. <laughs> Hello, you. <laughs> and uh, But I think it's interesting because we're there, there isn't necessarily anything right or wrong about alcohol. It just is. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a drug. It, it does that. And 
socially in our society, it's an okay drug. I mean, it yeah. really is. For the most part, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but it has profound impacts, and it has profound impacts legally, socially, and athletically. Yeah. And uh, I think what we what we focus mostly on in this show is athletically, but I think you can certainly see the symptoms elsewhere. And uh, you know, I'm all for it. And the other thing is, like, who really wants to go to the 24 hour mountain bike race without beer? Yeah. You know, I know I mean, a lot of it, guys it do. It does yeah. enhance an experience for other people. You know, and I think whether you're competing or not, I mean, you're certainly probably not going to, I mean, you're not going to have your best race ever if you're drinking the whole time and doing the 24 hour mountain, mountain bike race. You're going to no. have to kind of pay attention, keep your eyes on the prize. Yeah. However, or you finish an epic event and you want to have a beer at a pub afterwards yeah. because you're like, damn it, that was a great ride. That was I'm fun. Go have a couple beers. Yeah. And I think that's, Couple that's, be six. that's okay. But I mean, where do you go? Especially, you know, I mean, we're 40, 40 something guys that, you know, where, where do we, where do we really draw the line? Because we are too old to really train and go to the Olympics. Although a buddy of ours is going to worlds. Yeah. That's Who cool. doesn't drink? Well, he really doesn't. And, uh, you know, he did. Yeah. And, uh, you know, made some choices in his life. I think I wonder, you know, I mean, shoot, if you choose to train for a big event after the age of 40, do you cut the alcohol out? I think you probably do. Yeah. I think I mean, you probably do if it's something you really mean to do well at. Yeah. Look at the pros in the in the world of our sports that we talk about on this show. Uh cyclists, pro cyclists, I mean, do they imbibe? I'm sure they I'm sure the hell, I'm sure the Italians and the French probably have a glass of wine after dinner or something like that during the tour mm-hmm. just because that's their a little bit of the culture and and it has been there have been studies that say that a glass of wine is actually beneficial for you. Um do they go out and suck down an entire bottle of Cabernet and chase it home with a couple beers? Certainly they do. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jan Ulrich and Tom Bonin <laughs> probably did in their day. But, well, yeah, you know. and then they followed it by ecstasy. And yeah, exactly. The next yeah, it feels by the way, cocaine, zero calories. Really? I looked it up. Zero calories. Well, it's interesting. You know, it's funny. I don't know why, but I mean, I'm a lawyer and I just had my, my physicals. Yeah. They tested me for one drug. For cocaine. Yeah, cocaine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lawyer? I, oh, God, he's probably... Check out his that, nose. I thought that was the funniest yeah. thing ever. They Deviated septum? That's because you burned it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the one thing is I'm afraid of cocaine. I think I would like it. Um, I don't know. I don't know about cocaine. I mean, I just... That's one of those things. It's, I have a, I don't even like nasal spray. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't really have a problem with, like, nasal spray or anything like that. But, I mean, my thing is, is I think I would like it. Wow. Yeah, I think I would be that guy, so I won't touch it. Okay, I've good, never, good. I've never touched anything like that. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, there's no moral issue there. It's like, I think I would be that guy. Yeah. Whoa, okay. You know? I, I just think it, when it comes to it, I mean, I, of course, moderation is the key to anything. I have I have always tried to make it an objective of mine to be the guy who, you know, I, 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 I don't know. It's It's, I can find myself enjoying it. Um, I can find myself... I you know I I guarantee I'd probably lose ten fifteen pounds if I if I was to uh, focus on avoiding it completely. Well, the funny thing is, let's say you avoid it completely, what do you do with your time? It <laughs> makes you sound like all I'm doing is sitting there with no. a big white you know <laughs> tank, one of the white beater T-shirts on, just going, "Honey, 
No, oh. more Bud Light. You're you're never forgiving me for that Bud Light the other day. I'm still pissed. I would be. Too. Um, but the funny thing is, is and I I went off on this on my rant a little bit, and I even thought about it, and I I told uh, Jesse, my friend Jesse, the other day, we were talking back and forth in email, and I thought it's interesting. Back when I was single, and I even said it in my rant, you know, I wasted a lot of time. I would go out a bit. I yeah, I go out quite a bit, and that was how I was social. I mean, because when you're 30-something, and you live alone and stuff. Yeah. I mean, let's go talk to people. Well, and you're Mark the Lawyer at the Lantern, by the way. That yeah. place we cut, had that wonderful yeah. live event. And we've got to go back to our friends at the Lantern someday soon. Yeah. And, and we're, we're going this uh, Saturday. We're going to dress up and, and go there. And we'll talk to them about a show. Um, we've got to do another show. Yeah, we'll do another show for them. But yeah, I'm, I mean, but I would go out and, and do all that. And, but I think that's a way to be social, you know, it was yeah. something that you do with your time. It accompanies, time. yeah. It's something you do with your time, but I think that is one of the ways I wasted time, too, of... I mean, shoot, I could have been working out six hours a day. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's nothing... But by the same token, I mean, here's here's where I get back, and I, I've, I've been kind of harshing on the alcohol. Yeah. Are you any better if you work out six hours a day? I think that def- that is, is how you define better. Are you well, better at your sport? Are you better as a person? Are you better as a father? Or, or well, a why don't we break it down? Husband? Let's start sport. Let's start there. Could you work out six hours a day? Would it get you anywhere in cycling necessarily? If you said, I'm going to work out six hours a day in cycling, would that get you anywhere? Yeah. I don't think it would. I think it would. Well, it might get you somewhere, but without a training program, without anything, if you're just going to go oh, for yeah. six hours going hard. Oh, no. You'd burn out. You'd, you'd burn your bike. Uh, you'd burn everything. Yeah, on a funeral pyre. You'd hate your, your bike. Yeah. So how much would you like working out six hours a day after a year? You would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah, hours a day, you'd hate it. But if you had six hours a day to work out... But you didn't necessarily have to use it all, is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, who drinks six hours a day? But uh, but it's easier to drink six hours freaking. than it is to work out six hours. But what I'm saying is, is like football. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, but uh, God, I love tater skins. Anyway, um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, but you look at that and you go, it would be so cool. Like I would love six months of like if I could go to Biggest Loser for not that fat people. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I I honestly and sorry we're going to get the uh ex- the probably the explicit remark. I I get semi-erect just thinking about that. I mean, oh, just yeah. I mean, just like you give me 6 months to eat right. 6 months with Chris train, Carmichael or something train. like that. Yeah. Oh. Just give me God. 6 months and yeah. and pound my ass to a bloody pulp and yeah. and I can suffer. And so it's it would be interesting and then do a race. Oh yeah, or do two races. I'd I need like two or three races to just you know get my get my legs under me. Yeah, but man, I mean, just to get everything dialed in and just go okay and work with work with a coach. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine how awesome that would be? Oh, it'd be a dream come true, and there would be no alcohol there, and you'd never have to you know but worry just about structure. that sort of thing. I mean, oh, just yeah. have someone structure your day and go. Okay, we're gonna do a challenge where you're gonna run and hurt. Yeah. Okay, well, just put your head down and do it. I mean, you know, it would be the that would be the I mean, the show with cyclists would be the most boring show ever to watch. Why? What happened? Well, a couple of them collapsed, but uh, yeah. they uh, yeah. they pretty much didn't bitch. They got <laughs> back up. Yeah. Well, they'll be okay in the morning because I hear one of them's on the trainer right now. Yeah, one of them's on the trainer. He felt bad about collapsing. Just kind of thought he'd spin <laughs> out, spin it out. You know, yeah. I got a he got an active recovery or something stupid like that. Yeah, but I I, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, alcohol is something. It's the bane of forty somethings everywhere. I think I I do I think, think it's it, the bane of a lot more than forty somethings. Well, the the problem with the forty somethings, which is us, um, 
is that it affects our body so dramatically yeah. that, you know, to ignore it is foolish because then you end up a 50 something and you're that much further behind. I mean, like yeah. if you don't work out, if you don't treat your body right in any way, I mean, I think about like, okay, I'm 50 and now I'm really going to make a change. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I just don't want to be you're fucked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy, you know, I know a lot of guys who, who completely abstain, 100% abstain and they're fit and they're fast and they're, they're that kind of a, they live that kind of a life. I don't necessarily live that kind of a life. I'm not saying alcohol is the motivating factor in one way or the other. What I'm saying is that I don't, want to ever l- completely live the sport to the point where I'm not willing to do something I enjoy. If I'm out with my friends or my family and I want to enjoy something, I don't want to completely... No, I can't. I, I've never really abstained from anything. Um, yeah. So Hence, we're two guys who talk on microphones. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I don't disagree with that, but I do wonder. I wonder when you get to the extremes of like total alcoholic who's yeah. just going hog wild and losing yeah. everything versus the hopeful biggest loser for former athletes which I think would be awesome pitching that to the CBS it's going to happen I just want I want the, the cool, versus I don't care what you put it on I just want yeah. I want Julian um but, I want uh, Julian she bugs me oh dude I can't believe we're both admitting we watch this show. No, my wife watches it, and I lo- I've watched it I a love times. it every time I watch it. I got sick of so many people crying. On this I don't show. mind the crying. I oh. I love watching Fatty cry. <laughs> love it's like you fatty. Oh God, that's so. I mean, but you know, I do. The funny part is, with the exception of, is it Anna Kornikova's on there now? Yeah, she's one of the coaches. Yeah, she sucks. Um, oh, but, uh, God, yeah, you know, it's weird that your team got kind of ugly. I'm going to say it now. I don't think she's ugly. She's, she used to be beautiful on the court, but I look at her now and I'm like going, Jesus, but no, that's a whole nother show. That's no, a Valentine's. I, I would, I would, I would have sex with her in front of you. Um, <laughs> no, um, no, I really there's, would, a, there's no. an interesting topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't think she's ugly necessarily, but I, I don't do think, think she's ugly. I think I wouldn't the, kick her out of bed for eating crackers, but this is, uh, she's this not is exactly. the funniest thing. This is the funniest thing on the show though. They, they split it up by age. I mean, oh. th- that's what they did this year. They did oldest, middle, middle, and yeah. then youngest. Who'd Kornikova get? Well, it was however fast. The people were able to do like a one mile run with weights or something like that. Oh my god! And what was awesome it was like go fat or fast, go faster, fatty. You know, Ugh. and uh, and so uh, it was awesome. And they they run they run to the end, and of course they picked. Is it Chris, the bearded guy? I have no idea. I think his name is you, Chris. You you you. I've watched it. Your wife isn't watching this. You're watching. No, I've watched it. No, I get sucked in every time. I literally, I generally read. You can even ask my wife. I generally read. I've been. Sucked in this season like three times, and honestly, the the guy with the beard is probably the best trainer. I mean, he's he There's motivates a guy people. With a beard. Well, wow. he's just I mean, but he's fit and hip. I think he's gay. I like, mean, oh, he looks. I good. was going to say like me, but. No, he's fit and hip. But and then you said gay. I think he's gay. Some there's a people rumor just about think that, I but, am, but I'm not. No, you're you're a little gay. Theater. Everybody's a little gay. Yeah, yeah. You're just. More I think than we all have our percentage of gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're, you're doing all right. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, they got him and they pick him. Then they've got this other this other uh, um, African American guy, and he's awesome. 
Um, he's just he can totally okay, motivate I've seen people, him. and he's he's really oh my dead on. God, how are we doing on? And this? he's got Anna Kornikova. Well, it was like one, two, three, and then like yeah. the old team got Anna. <laughs> oh, really? So it's like one, you're old. Two, you're fat, and three, you got Anna. I mean, it's like you. That's like a trifecta. Just, yeah, uh, I you're mean, screwed. You're yeah. screwed. You're going. Wow, home. you, you yeah. like home because I mean, just yeah. Just, see you there. Yeah. So, but there's a couple left. But um, Anna, yeah, Anna got smoked. But I mean. You know, I look at how they do these people, and it's like a lot of it. I'm going, yeah, you're right. That's that's what you should be doing. You know, and I yeah. wonder what they would do. Like, like what would a trainer like that do with me? Oh man, I I, I think that'd be epic. That, I was, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I, I mean, mean to say I've got not that I'm not I'm not a great athlete or anything. I'm just some guy. Yeah, you know? I have I have the next ninety days free. No, it's like six months. Is it that long? What well, can be, if you stay wow. on? But yeah, ninety days free of the just... whole show is done over six months. I always thought it was like three. No, there's a it lot can't of be editing. Three. Never. Now that I think about it, they're losing too much weight for it to be that. Short yeah, of a time. I mean they're looking good at the end. Yeah, and I mean I just think that would be spectacular. Could you do? Can you imagine just disappearing for six months? The hard part is I wouldn't want to be oh. with my family that long. I think that's a hard part of the, the people. So. I mean, I would need older children, like even yeah. even Cade and stuff. I wouldn't want to be away from them that long just because. I mean, I've worked too hard to get this far. Yeah, <laughs> or be able to sleep in your own bed at night. This is a perfect world scenario. But I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that like sucking it up as a single man, it would have been awesome. It was that way when I lived at the Olympic Training Center in high school. Yeah. I mean, I, I it was every day: get up, ride, eat, ride, sleep. I mean, yeah. we did that my whole senior year in high school, and that was that was pretty cool. I yeah. mean, but I will admit you get a little stir crazy. You start to think, Oh God, I need something else. And you start to wonder the grass is always going to be greener on the other side. And you always wonder what it's like back home or something. But, but I mean, can you mention if they mixed in races? Oh God. You know, like, and you got TV cameras yeah. and you feel really cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to pitch this show. This that, is yeah. gym class heroes. Yeah. <laughs> gym class heroes. So I, I guess our our conclusion in terms of the alcohol consumption, as I watch my good friend enjoy a little bit sip of his full sale pale, is um, are you know are are you the kind of guy who's willing to quit? Are you the kind of guy who's willing to moderate? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I'm I, looking up these calories honestly made me fairly depressed, especially the constant about fat cells. You know, are with you for life. And I think my friends who don't drink tend to be a little faster than I am. I think the one thing that would be interesting to do is incorporate the knowledge that alcohol actually is harmful into yeah. a training program, and look at it from those perspectives, and look at it from a clinical standpoint of. It's not necessarily a good or a bad thing. It is a thing. And if you choose to incorporate it into your training, then that's great. How can you take those negative calories at a minimum? Yeah. You know? So you're saying how to compete while being a, let's be honest, we're not talking heavy drinkers. We're talking people who have, you know, who who imbibe. Well, it's a social drinker, but what yeah. I would say is, okay, great, but how do you incorporate... Can you? I mean, I don't. I mean, like, if you've got a big national championship coming up, I don't think you can. No, if you, think, the higher level you're going to be, the, eventually that's going to have to get written off of the exactly of the menu. And I think, I think the the more important the event, if you've got an A race, a B race, whatever. I mean, should you worry about imbibing alcohol over the holidays if you're a cyclist? Well, yes. If you're anal retentive and stupid, you should. 
Um, and and so, you know, I, I think, you know, and, or, or if you just don't, if drinking doesn't work out for you, if, if, if it's not your thing, don't drink. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, not everybody drinks, but, uh, you know, if you are worried about alcohol and calories and those things, okay, great. Then don't do it. Yeah. But, but if you're, if you're a person who enjoys drinking or enjoys alcohol and you're not training for a race and you're on track everywhere else, yeah. then, then, then do it. I guess but, it depends on your objective. Yeah. Or, and I think you really need to take stock of the people in your life too. And if it's effect, I mean, obviously if there's a problem involved, Oh yeah, we're not you know we're not an anti drinking we're not moms against no. drunk drivers but no. we're well should be but uh, yeah no I see what you mean and it's yeah, a, yeah. that's so, where I say I think I think there needs to be a recognition that it's harmful I just think brass tacks let's look at this for what it is it's it's not nectar yeah I mean it will not make you go faster and it will have a profound impact on race day it it just will yeah, yeah. no okay. Um, I had a couple more bits, but I, you, I, there's no way I'm going to go anywhere close to your rant last show. Oh, please. It was good. I had a good time doing it. I thought it was good. I, I, you, you being what you do for a living, you have a tendency to just create poetry off of three lines. I have a little letter I wrote here. Well, it's here. And I always form mine in terms of, uh, of letters, and I've been thinking a lot about, especially since we've been talking about junior cycling, we've been talking about I'm a soccer dad, so I'm constantly on soccer fields watching my son play, uh, listening to other parents and observing that situation. So I have an open letter. It begins, Dear fellow parents, I know how you feel, believe me. Your pride and joy, the fruit of your loins. You couldn't be more proud, and you definitely either want the best for that little one, or you just kind of want to live vicariously through their bubbling potential. Play up. Those are two words that are regularly spoken and heard and felt at sporting events. It's the situation where parents, sure of the recruitment possibilities of little Johnny or Susie into whatever professional ranks they happen to be participating in, have their star athletes, I say three syllables because it's a sure sign of these types of people, they, they sure uh, have their star athletes play in the next age group up, race with other kids, or simply demand varsity status, starting lineup, or every sprint lead out in every race. Please... For the love of everything holy, stop. Let your kids understand victory, loss, and the love of a sport. Your grouching accusations of the coach, the slow kid on the team, or anyone who stands in your white trash elitism path to excellence is annoying, demeaning to the rest of us, and a complete pain in the ass. I admit... Okay, I admit, there's always special cases. As sure as I speak these words, there will be a kid whose talent as far exceeds those of us mere mortals, and the tour, the NFL, the MLS, or whatever XYZ program is going to come calling. But until then, please teach that actions speak louder than words. Professionalism and sportsmanship are far more valuable than you could ever imagine, and a firm thank you goes miles in the right directions. Thank you. That's my rant. I'm Mark Hudson. <laughs> I'm Pat Bulger. We'll take, get, catch you next time on the next show. Excellent, Pat. Good night.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.